Hello, I'm Yolanda Postel, and you're listening to Purposeful Woman. I'm here to encourage you to be bold, step out on faith, and be the amazing woman God has called you to be. Let's get into this episode. One of the things that I absolutely love to do is to sit on my deck with a cup of coffee or tea and enjoy the sounds of nature and the view. The scenery is beautiful and it just makes me feel so relaxed. There's a little runoff stream behind my house and it divides my property from others. And of course, I'm in the South, so there's all of these tall trees. I was sitting back there one day and noticed one tree in particular. It was tall and appeared to be healthy during the past three years. I'm sure it was there well before my home was built. But this day, the tree, it it looked a little different, like something was wrong with it. And suddenly I heard this loud crack and one of the branches broke off. And as I looked, it fell to the ground. The tree whose roots appeared to be secure was dying. And at first you really couldn't tell there was anything wrong with the tree. I mean, it stood there amongst all the other healthy trees throughout the years as if nothing was wrong. During the past few years, it appeared to be healthy, but apparently disease and sickness were taking over the inside of the tree for months and maybe even years. You see, the tree had actually burst open from the base to the midpoint of its trunk. I was surprised that when I really paid attention and looked closely, you can actually see the inside of the tree and that it had been rotting. It had literally been rotting from the inside out. What may have started off as a minor crack had become so wide that anyone can peer inside and see the damage. You see what happens to a tree is when that split occurs, the split in its bark, it allows organisms and parasites to enter in, which of course lead to decay. The split in the tree, it's actually a wound. You can't see it, put anything over it or tar over it. Those things would simply be a band-aid and, and wouldn't help the tree at all. In order to clear the infection in the tree, someone has to take a clean, sterile knife and cut out the infected bark so that the tree can heal and grow healthily. So you're probably asking yourself, why in the world is this woman telling a story about a tree? Well, the tree is an example of what happens when the burdens of life take hold of us. When those things we hold on to begin to fester and tear us up emotionally inside. If we hold on to things, if we don't take the steps to heal, eventually those things that we're holding on to, it will begin to show on the outside. We try to dress it up with clothes and stylish hair. We put on makeup. 
so that we look stunning when anybody looks at us. But eventually, if the things inside are not dealt with, they'll begin to manifest externally. In a previous podcast episode, I shared about the time when my husband and I were going through some marital issues. And at the same time, I was just in a state of discontent when it came to my career and just where my life was going in general. I guess you could call it an early midlife crisis because um, I was in my mid-30s at the time. My stress level was also high during that time period, but I really didn't take time out to talk to anyone. My husband, family, and my church family were there, but for some reason, I had this false perception that I needed to handle much of what I was going through on my own. And my husband and I, we sought marital counseling for some of the things we were going through at that time, but I did not seek individual counseling. I should have and could have sought prayer, guidance, and individual counseling, but instead I just chose to bear the weight of it all on my own. And when I look back, I really don't (laughs) seem to understand why, but I did. And I became despondent and melancholy. And there were times where I had bouts of depression. I looked fine on the outside. I put a smile on my face when I went to work. I went about my daily duties without skipping a beat. But inside, I just felt terrible. But it was important for me to keep up appearances so that no one would know something was wrong. And I, I worked through that emotional time. And eventually, I did manage to resolve what was going on in my life. My husband and I, we eventually worked through our marital problems Um, the feelings of discontent I was feeling about the direction of my life and my career, those changed when um, I made some changes, of course, in my life. And one thing I have to say is I believe things would have improved quicker had I just taken time to really seek counseling for what I was going through and not try to just plow through it all alone. Does this situation sound familiar to you? I know I'm not the only one that's ever been through this or felt that way. And I began to think about the reasons why we may not seek the help we need. In our society in general, no one wants to be viewed as weak. Like that tree, we want to appear strong. We want to stand amongst our peers. We want to stand um, amongst those around us. And we want to look strong. We want to look like nothing's wrong. We want to look like we can handle anything and take on the world when inside things are bothering us. Inside things are festering. Inside 
there's just little cracks that are beginning to form. But we put on that front of looking like we've got it all together because, hey, nobody wants to be viewed as weak. And there are plenty of people that avoid counseling or therapy for that reason alone. Many believe that counseling or therapy is something that only mentally unstable people need. But that's the farthest thing from the truth. Plenty of people seek counseling or therapy and they are in perfect mental health. They just need the assistance of someone that's unbiased. A sounding board. Someone to maybe help them think through a situation or look at things from a different perspective. If a person has a mental disorder, they should definitely seek the necessary treatment and therapy to keep them stable, right? But it doesn't mean that if you're healthy, you can't seek counseling or therapy either. Another reason why people avoid counseling or therapy is because they feel they will be viewed as not having enough faith. Your belief in God is not negated if you choose to seek help. There are faith-based counselors and therapists that can help you. Just make sure they follow the same beliefs you do because beliefs can vary. And if you consider yourself to be a Christian or believer, those beliefs can vary too. So just make sure that um, who you choose beliefs truly do line up with yours. Now, many pastors offer counseling as well. If you sought help from your pastor and they could help you, that is amazing. But if you sought help from your pastor and you feel you still didn't get what you needed, then it's up to you to seek out another source. You may have a general practice doctor, for example, that you respect and have been seeing for years. So an issue may come up that requires you to go to a particular medical specialist. It's the same thing, you know, when it comes to counseling or therapy. It doesn't mean that um, who you're going to doesn't have your best interest. It doesn't mean that they're not trying to help you. But sometimes what you require goes beyond their expertise. And you may have many issues from your past, many habits, many thought patterns that a therapist may need to, you know, wade through those things with you. So, you know, it's okay to to get that counseling that you need, but there are times where you may have to go a little deeper and get someone um, that can help you in a different area. Denial is also another reason why I believe that people don't try to get the counseling or the help that they need. If you don't acknowledge a situation, then you don't have to face it. And there's a lot of people in this world that go through life with their head in the sand, that willfully ignore the things that are going on around them. I mean, we all know at least one woman whose husband was actively cheating on her. She knew about it, but God forbid 
anybody mentions it. She knows, but she wants to keep her head in the sand. People um, just want to deny. They don't want to face what's going on. But eventually in life, you will have to face whatever that situation is that you're dealing with inside. Maybe not now, but definitely later. And denying the reality of your situation, it can begin to impact your relationships because if you have a tainted outlook because of things that happened to you or things that happened in your past, then how can you build the right bonds and the right relationships? It's going to taint them. Plus, if you have children, they're taking in more than you know. So face the truth so that you can do better for yourself and also teach the generations underneath you to do things better. Some of you may avoid counseling or therapy because you think it's going to make the situation worse. Now, during counseling or therapy, you may begin to talk about certain issues or um, pain points that you need to resolve. And as these emotions begin to rise up and as you dive into areas of hurt and pain that require healing, I mean, you're going to feel it. So during the marital counseling sessions I had with my husband years ago, um, it was intense. I cried and I was just flooded with emotions about everything that we had went through, but I, I had to face it. I had to talk about everything that was bottled up inside. And that meant I was going to be emotional. And so it did feel worse for a minute, um, but things did eventually get better. So you may feel like things are worse because of those emotions, but it is necessary for you to work through them so that you can heal. Now, eventually I continued to work on myself after, but I was able to resolve what I was going through um, by, of course, journaling was one of the ways that I worked through it and to just see everything on paper and just get it all out. And eventually I can talk about that time where I could talk about what I was feeling and the emotions didn't well up. But during the healing process, it wasn't easy. I eventually healed from that. Sometimes when people go through things, the automatic response for some is isolation. And I know for me, when I am going through certain things, sometimes I, I do isolate and shy away from spending time with people because I like to just go through things on my own and try to work them out. But sometimes for some people, that is not the best way. I think when it comes to heavy situations, be it sickness or just issues you're facing with your children or your spouse, counseling is is always a, a great thing. Or just um, even if you have a friend who they may not be a therapist. Maybe, maybe they can 
you can bounce some ideas off of them. But I know that sometimes when issues get too heavy, a friend is not the best person to talk things through with. If it's something light, something you need to just bounce off someone and get an opinion, sure, friends are great. But there are times when you've got to, of course, go deeper. But I I noticed that it is common for people to want to isolate when they're going through difficult situations. Because stressful personal situations and family issues, it can take its toll. And they say stress causes fight or flight syndrome, right? And I can only assume that um, being antisocial during hard times is probably the result of the flight response. I was reading this article by Frank T. McAndrew, PhD, and it's called The Perils of Social Isolation. In this particular article, uh, he stated that when we go through a trying ordeal alone, a lack of emotional support and relationship can increase anxiety and hinder our coping ability. He even goes on further to explain how isolating oneself during difficult times can result in even the deterioration of a person's mental health. He stated, yes, sometimes other people can be irritating, but they are also our greatest source of comfort and an impressive amount of psychological research underscores the importance of human contact. And I couldn't agree more with that statement. God created us for relationship, relationship with him, as well as relationship with others. We're not meant to go through life circumstances alone. We all help each other and learn from each other. And sometimes we may not even realize that the way we're handling a situation or the way we're thinking about something is dysfunctional. But you can't see the dysfunctional parts of you until you're around people that know how to handle things in a healthy way. You can't heal your dysfunction while wallowing in your dysfunction. You've got to get around people that are healthy, that know how to handle things in a healthy way and do things in a healthy way to actually begin to see those areas that you need to work on. So as they say, each one teach one. We're all here for each other. We're all here to help each other. God did not put us on this earth to walk through life alone. So it is a trick of the enemy for you to feel that you have to hide out when you're going through something or you can't share with someone. Find someone to share with. Find a counselor, find a therapist if you need to. But don't sit there and wallow in something that you can actually talk through and work through it. Of course, pray, read your word. That is always a must. But find a way to just let it out so that you can heal and just resolve all those emotions and things that you're going through. Now, while trying to go through everything alone, you may feel like it's the best thing you can do, but actually it increases your levels of stress. 
going through things alone, it's just not healthy. And of course, one of the the main signs of a high stress level is insomnia. Now, I know I've had a few moments in life where I could not sleep because of stress. Thinking about what was going on and thinking about the situation and thinking about the things I should do differently or what could I do. I think everyone has had a moment like that at one point or another. High stress levels will also negatively impact your immune system, leaving you susceptible to disease. I personally believe that negative stress is a major problem in our country. And rather than talk about it, many people feel they have no way out and just deal with it alone. And they don't share with anybody. When I was going through my stressful time, I have to admit it took a toll on me physically. And I developed a few health issues, a thyroid issue at that time in particular, that I truly believe was related to all the emotions and stress that I kept bottled up inside. And I thank God that what I was dealing with health-wise was not life-threatening. But for some people, it can be. Holding back, holding things in, High stress levels can result in heart attack, stroke, and a host of other issues, but I'm sure I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. So find a way to release that stress. Don't hold things in. Don't hurt yourself trying to handle everything all on your own because it's not realistic and it's just not what God wants us to do. He doesn't want us to be a lone ranger in this life. I think the strong woman label has done more harm than good, especially for women of color. You know, we feel that we have to wear all the hats. The expectations of others becomes our requirement. Many of you take on one role after another, knowing that you're already exhausted, but you keep pressing on because Family members need you. The false expectation of being a strong woman has probably caused more women to fall into depression and anger than we know. Yes, like you, I watch women try to do it all. Take care of family members while suffering themselves. Trying to be there for everyone when they felt they weren't doing well. But they just didn't say no. They bragged about being strong while stepping into a room to cry alone. Being strong means being able to admit when you have reached capacity. It entails setting clear boundaries for those around you so that you and your peace are not impacted. You may have to disappoint some people by saying no, and that's okay. Being strong does not mean that you are required to take on everyone's burdens. That's what Jesus went to the cross to do. And you're not Jesus. If you're willing to admit that you need counseling or therapy to seek help for a specific situation or resolve issues from your past, that's being strong. So all of you women out there wearing the strong label, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to seek help. It's okay to take off your cape for a while and lay it down. As a matter of fact, take that superwoman cape and throw it away. 
Here is a very familiar passage of scripture for many of you who spend time in church. It's Matthew eleven twenty eight. This is the New King James Version. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I also like the message version, which says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I will show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you will learn to live freely and lightly. You know, I think everyone on this earth has had a time where they acted like they did not need God or have tried to run away from God. I know I was definitely the runaway. At times, we hide ourselves and act like we don't need anyone, that we can do it all alone. And there's some of you out there that still do, that say you don't need anybody. Hey, we all know that's not, <laughs> that's not true. It's important to take your concerns to the great counselor, your heavenly father. Me, well, I got on my knees and I cried out to him. And I can't tell you how many times I got up in the early hours of the morning to pray as I began to spend more time in the presence of the Lord, allowing his Holy Spirit to minister to me, my mindset began to shift. Was the stress of life still there? Of course, but he gave me the strength to handle it. And I began to feel like I was on the right path. I had to let the Holy Spirit lead and guide me and direct my plans and direct my day. So remember, it's not your job to carry the burdens of this life or the lives of others. God is with you and you do not have to go through life alone. The Holy Spirit will lead and guide you through your situation if you let him. So yes, is it good to get counseling? Of course. But don't forget the great physician. Look, you can try to go on and fake it till you make it. But when it comes to matters of the heart and issues we face in this life, fake it till you make it doesn't always work. Don't be like that tree looking good on the outside, but cracking on the inside. It's okay to admit that you need the support of those around you. It's okay to, to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you through what you're going through. Just remember, you're not in this thing alone. Well, that concludes this week's podcast. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or Clubhouse at Yolanda M. Postel. To sign up for my email list and receive a free download of my ebook, 10 Keys to Build a Strong Relationship, go to movingtowardspurpose.com. Be sure to subscribe to Purposeful Woman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you choose to listen to each episode at your convenience. And by the way, don't forget to rate and review. To hear each new episode dropped weekly, tune in to queendomglobalnetwork.com on Tuesdays at 9 a.m., Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Central, or 12 p.m. Eastern. And as you go through your week, be bold, be empowered, break through fear, walk in faith, and allow God to lead and guide you along the way.